Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Freedom Wire, your number one source for patriotic truth. I'm trying not to talk with my hands. Normally, I like to put up that number one when I say that, but it's very it's it's a jazz hands. conscious decision when I say the number one source of patriotic truth to not throw up that number one. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about Biden and his declining uh, approval ratings. And whether those approval ratings were real in the first place, we'll guess we'll get into that. But before we do, do all that stuff that we always ask you to do in the beginning because we're trying to build this up into something that can help destroy Marxism and liberalism wherever it rises. And uh, so please do us a favor, like this video, share this video, comment on this video. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to the channel and hit the notifications bell. That way you'll know whenever a new episode is up. Also... Become a member of Freedom Wire. Real easy to do. Click the link on the bottom right-hand side of the screen. It'll take you to Freedom Wire. Give us your email, and we'll start sending stories that are important to conservatives like you and like us, and you won't find anywhere else. Um, so, Sleepy Joe, dip below fitty. Um, do you believe it was over 50? Like, does anybody really believe that his approval rating was over 50%? I don't know. All the polls that I've seen have him around 50%, and I can't really bring myself to believe that they're all fake. So I do think that people are happy now that things are calm again, things are reopening, they can go shopping, they can go on a plane, guilt-free, they can get vaccinated. So I do think people are happier in general, and I don't think people are as aware as we are of exactly what's going on in the Biden administration. So, yeah, I can believe it, but I can also believe why it would be down 8% from April, so dipping below 50%. Yeah, but if, if half of the people were happy before, there's there's less of them that are happy now. Yeah. Because I think now that, you know, like you said, things are normalizing, there's you know, vaccines going out, people are able to go out in, without masks in certain areas, but now that life is sort of getting back to normal and you're able to pay the normal amount of attention to the president, they're starting to realize, hey, this guy kind of sucks. Mm -hmm. And I really feel like we're going to start seeing that number go down much more aggressively. The fact that, what, it was like 18% of Republicans think he's doing a great job? Yeah, How did it get that it's, high? It's always like that. Whenever you look at these polls, it's like 10% or 15% of Democrats and Republicans mm -hmm. always go like the complete opposite way. Mm -hmm. And I think it's people that aren't really Democrats or Republicans, but they just think they are. They're, I think they're kind of confused as to what their party affiliation is because I don't see how that could really happen. So, so you're saying basically that Biden has basically benefited from America getting back to normal. It has nothing to do with him. His approval rating really has nothing to do with him, but a general feeling of relief from the from the pandemic. I think so, of course, because when you think about it, if you're just the average Joe, you're just going about in your daily life, one second you're under Trump and there's insurrection and there's riots all over the place, there's pandemic stuff, there's all this confusion, then it's under Biden. And all of a sudden you, he goes quiet for a few months, doesn't really say a lot, I think people are enjoying the calmness, and now it's spring, it's summer, and people are getting they're getting happier because. <laughs> you know what's funny is, Biden disappeared on the campaign trail, and he apparently like was still leading. He disappears when he gets into the White House, so it's like they are 
they are celebrating his his uh, his quietness. Like, just don't say anything mm-hmm. is what it basically yeah. is. But basically, what it comes down to. Either, like whoever the president was right now, I think they would be having or people would be happy with them over the yeah. last few months, no matter who it was, just based on the fact that things are going back to normal. But I think that uh, his approval rating drifts or is dipping right now is because of his cognitive decline that we've seen hit so heavily in the last couple of months. I think it's I think it's twofold or at least double sided. I think the dip we're seeing is also due to the disastrous trip he had overseas where he made America look extremely weak. Mm-hmm. Um, we had, you know, that, that, that whole thing with, then, then we had, you know, we had, we had the G seven where again, mental decline got in the way where he didn't like, there's a bunch of different little tiny little things that, that anybody that would be paying attention would be like, Arr. and then, <laughs> and then we had the Putin meeting where, you know, it's funny. Do you guys did you guys hear the 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 part where he said I gave Putin a list of what is sixteen critical infrastructure industries right Hey does that mean Vlad, that- don't touch these okay <laughs> no like this off else limits is fine <laughs> but here's the question well yeah that's exactly it what about anybody that's what about the things that weren't on the why can't it be don't touch us. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need to give you a list. You give you start messing with us. We're gonna start messing with you. Leave us alone. We'll leave you alone. But also, if if Putin was the megalomaniac villain that they have built him up to be since the twenty sixteen election, why do they expect him to care? Why do they expect that he would respect a list given to him? Like, hey, promise not to touch these things, okay? Like, you can have a little hacking over here. Go on, do a little. We'd rather you do it in the house. But, like, why Why would he abide by that? Why would he not just decide to, you know, unleash that against... Okay, we've just given him a list of the 16 things that are so important that we don't want him to touch. And any good opponent would want to attack the very things mm-hmm. that... He basically just made them open targets. and said, even though he's, Biden's like... Don't attack these industries. Of course, Russia or China or someone is going to want to attack those very industries. Yeah, yeah. That's the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let me just give you. Let me give you. Let me give you a list of the things that are very important to us. That mm-hmm. if you attacked, we'd probably go down. So do us a favor and don't attack. It's these like things. to avoid being bullied. You write up a list of all the things you're most sensitive about and yeah. hand it to the people around you. Nobody make fun of my big nose or my receding hairline or my. Love handles, whatever. Okay, well, great. You've just given your enemies all the all the ammunition they need, all the ammunition they could possibly need. But you guys did a whole episode on G seven while I was gone. There's so much more that has made people realize how much Biden sucks that G seven doesn't even scratch the surface. But it's like just like you know how Biden was ushered into office on just random luck for the most part of. Just the way the situation worked, it made him look better, even when he wasn't doing anything. Just like the situation made Trump look terrible, even when it wasn't his fault. You know, the economy tanked, not because of his bad economic policies, but because the entire planet shut down over a disease that he had nothing to do with. Yet they still blame him. Yeah, they blamed him. Just like, you know, Biden is getting credit for the vaccines when he had essentially nothing to do with it. 
uh, all he did was stick to the timetable that was already in place and pretend like it was his idea. Instead of, like, oh, and we're going to do a million vaccines in, uh, you know, a day. No, we're going to do a hundred million vaccines in a hundred days. That's the same thing. <laughs> like, you, you, didn't, you didn't increase the numbers. What, what are you doing here? But once that started to wear off, because, you know, for a while he was a breath of fresh air of, okay, there's no more mean tweets and we don't have to constantly worry about an international incident where he tweets something at, you know, Kim Jong-un or whatever, you know, they're, they're, he's going to start World War Three was what, what they always said about Trump. But now things kind of relaxed and like, oh, wait, I'm paying over $3 for a gallon of gas and why are a bunch of people out of work with, like, nowhere to go? And why why are they the, starting to tax us more? Why is the sheet of plywood 75 bucks? Yeah. What, why are they doing all this weird stuff in education? And it's not just Republicans, either. It's, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter that really went out and stumped for Biden, as we, we talked about way back when. Um, like, Act Blue Charities, the donation page for BLM, raised money for the Biden campaign, and he hasn't done anything for them. Hasn't even met with the leaders. Yeah, hasn't has, met. Has, has not met with the leaders. For a while, they had a running tally on some of their social media, and I think they stopped I would love like 70-plus days. Yeah, I would love to know how Ice Cube feels about this. Because do you remember that whole thing before when, when he did this whole thing? He wanted a contract mm-hmm. between the, the whoever was going to be president and the black community. And... Uh, you know, he was both, even willing to work with Trump. Yeah, he was working. Yeah, and he got. They called him a sellout. They called him a sellout. Race for traitor it. and threw Malcolm X quotes at him and everything. Yeah, but Trump's people talk. At least Trump's people mm-hmm. talk to him. Yeah, it's it's and what this is, is is I think America's finding out that they bought a bill of of a, bought a bill of goods and no mm-hmm. no, no substance to it whatsoever, mm-hmm. and. We knew this coming in. At least, at least seventy million or seventy-five million Americans knew coming in mm-hmm. that this is what was happening. We were getting, you know, the, you know, the equivalent of a human piece of broccoli as our president. But you know, we knew this. But now I think of the rest of America is finding out and going. Um, I saw a video the other day of a of a girl. She goes, I hated Trump when uh, when he was in office, um, and this was a uh, uh, a black woman, and she's like, I hated Trump, and she's like, but bring him back. She's like, bring him back, please. I, I, I we can't. Biden is not good. What's happening here is not good. Well, and these are people that you know obviously voted for for Biden. They're waking up. They're going, mm, this is. This is the more kind of wokeness we need. Those kind of people make me really upset and annoyed because they're so ate up with their own hatred and their own virtue signaling for years that they didn't think twice to even look at Biden's policies or look at his cognitive decline. They made all kinds of excuses for him. They made jokes out of it. They treated it like it was funny. And, oh, he's just a funny old guy. And then it's... It's, this is a serious decision. It's not just like taking a poll yeah. for your favorite pop star. Like, <laughs> you know what, what though? That's kind of what the presidency is, though. It, it really is a popularity contest when it comes right down to it. And I understand. I, I, I'm the same way. But even worse, even worse than, than 
excusing Biden's brain farts is the fact that they would they let their hate not let them look at the actual facts of the Trump presidency. They wouldn't let them they would not accept the facts that Trump has done more for the black community than almost any president before him, minus LBJ, who LBJ basically did it, signed the the Civil Rights Act of 1964. I can name four things right now. I bet you can't name one for Biden. For the black community? Yeah. yeah. I, Go ahead and name those four. I, why, <laughs> I, let, let me, let me, let me, opportunity zones. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and that's five. I, oh. I missed opportunities. Yeah, let's see. Let's see if we can get it. Uh, opportunity zones, funding for historically black colleges and universities, um, record low black unemployment. Oh, shoot. I, 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 I feel like I had it and I, for, I forgot. Uh, the Platinum Plan. Right, yeah. $500 billion yeah. to the black community. There's one more. I just had it. First step, first step back. Yeah, and it would be the second step back if you had another four years. Oh, there we go. Five. And that's five. Well, what has Biden done for the black community? Juneteenth. Juneteenth. Is that, if you even count that as mm-hmm. an action item? Yeah, because does that mean we'll get it off next year? Or is that I don't, federal holidays? Like, I'm not going to say no to a another day off or whatever, but. The point with that is, like, a holiday that basically nobody really knew about up until two or three years ago. You know, it existed, but nobody talked about it. It was that thing that showed up on our iPhone calendars that everyone had to Google to figure out Do you know what what I think would have been a better day? Would have been the day that uh, Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation. If you want to go with what's historic and what's important... What's more important for the black community than the signing of the Emancipation Proclamation? It's been commemorated as, you know, the like that was when it was finally over and everything. Now, bear in mind, Juneteenth was when a northern general marched down to tell all the Texas Democrats they had to let their mm-hmm. slaves go because the Republican president had signed a thing in, <laughs> into effect. But, like, this thing nobody had ever really heard of. Now, if you don't think everyone should have the day, have the day off for it, you're you're a racist, and that's that's the weird thing. But like that's all Biden has done for them. That's all mm-hmm. Biden has done for anybody. He hasn't met with leaders of the black community. Okay, I take that back. He's done one other thing. He gave us the first half black female vice president. Oh, she's not half. Thank you. She's 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 a quarter. Indian. She's a quarter black. Indian, okay. Indian. Like, oh, well, like, so well, like, like the fraction yeah. changes depending on exactly because her dad is trying mixed. to can't yeah. stand her too. Pretty sure her dad is mixed and her mom is Indian. Because remember, she has those fond memories of growing up celebrating Kwanzaa, that holiday that wasn't invented until she was four. Yeah, so, you know, that's 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 a whole big deal right there. But like, never mind that they're not actually helping minority communities or doing anything, but. We have Yas Queen Kamala slaying in her Tims, walking out on the out on the runway. So that's all that's really important there. But again, but she hasn't been to Europe yeah, either. Yeah, yeah, she's never been to Europe. She's never <laughs> been to the border. Like we don't have a very well traveled well, vice president. And honestly, to say Kamala's performance is probably also taking away from Biden's mm-hmm. uh, uh, approval rating because she is, you know, the What's the word I'm looking for? She is an extension of him as far as the administration is concerned. Mm-hmm. And she's sucking eggs. Mm-hmm. If she sucks eggs, 
that reflects poorly on him. Trump will go to the border before Kamala or Biden go to the border. And I think it's been more than 90 days since she was named to be like in charge of the border. And she hasn't done a single thing except go to Guatemala <laughs> and tell people to not come. Do not come. Do not come. Do not come. If they do come, you'll still be let in. But I've, been, I've, been, <laughs> I've been using that Jesse Waters analogy all over the internet lately. And it's been killing it about the bees. And, mm-hmm. um, and people are like, oh, I guess that does kind of... Like, it's funny how if you break something down to its base... That's why I love analogies. If you break something down to its basic, uh, you know, form, people start understanding. Once you start talking about politics, people put in emotion. They put in all kinds of things about it. But once you break it down and you say, this is... Think about it in these terms. People start understanding it a little bit better. I even had a Democrat go, oh... Or not a Democrat. I don't know if they're a Democrat or not, but definitely a liberal. Yeah, you're kind of right. <laughs> I was like, yeah, exactly. So um, that's always a, that's very rare on social media is to get, is, is to get a liberal to admit yeah. that you were right on something. So it, it was interesting. But what we have to figure out, though, is who cares about their approval rating? Not me. What I care about... Is the fact that they're not making things better. They're only making things worse. And it, approval ratings, I don't care if you're the most, like, I don't care if Trump was the least popular president that have ever existed. Everything he did was for the country. Everything Biden's doing seems to be against America's best interests. So, you know, what does this mean? Does, does America figure this out and go, Right, we need to come to a, a you know, like a, a conclusion here, and we need to figure out this whole division thing. Like, it, it could could Biden be the great unifier by being just so crappy? That I mean, we, we finally sit down and go, all right, things got a little out of hand there. Let's nothing, look. nothing unifies a large group of people quite like mutual hatred. Mm-hmm. So, if we have one thing that we can all collectively hate, maybe it'll bring us together. The problem is. Like you said earlier, the country was sold a bill of goods with the Biden administration. Everyone who voted against him knew that. Trump knew that. Honestly, most of Biden's opponents in the DNC primaries knew that, and they tried to tell you that. But then he promised them spots in his, in his administration, and they were like, okay, never mind. Do you remember? It's all good. Mm-hmm. Do, who who was it that said, I can't remember, said, do you remember, was it the... Uh, Julio uh, or uh, Julio Can- or Julian, Julian Castro. Castro said, "Do you even remember what he said five minutes ago? Do you yeah. remember when he said that during the debate? I mean, do you remember when the current vice president of the United States said that the current president of the United States was a racist rapist? Because that happened. That's a thing that was said. Mm-hmm. That little girl was me. Yeah, that little girl was directly affected by Biden's racist policies, but now she's that, that little girl forgave him because oh, we I, did it, Joe. You we did going to be president of the United States. Oh, yeah. don't you did that really well, and it, it just put her voice yes. right in my head. <laughs> exactly, and then also like yes, I definitely definitely believe uh, Tara Reid, the woman who accused Biden of rape. Oh, but, oh, but you're giving me a job now. Never mind. I don't believe her. And then, 
You know, she's been questioned about that multiple times and just responds with the Joker cackle. It was a debate. Yeah. Yeah, you called him a racist in the debate. Yeah, so you are, you saying, that. are you saying you're a liar or are you saying... Either you're a liar then or you're a liar now. Yeah, which would... But you cannot possibly be a truth. Well, she technically didn't moments. say she was a liar. She just... She's either... You're either a liar or you're a feckless hypocrite. Exactly. Well, I think the left is all about survival. They will say anything to survive past their own leftist mob and to survive in their party. And they all know they don't really mean what they say. And they all understand the game. But the Republicans, the it's not a fault, but it ends up being kind of a fault. They have so much integrity that they won't lie. And they won't just say things that they don't mean most of the time. Of course, there's exceptions. Um, so it's not, I don't call it a fault, but it's like... It's the like they won't play dirty. It's an unfortunate They try to take the moral high ground, and they they, ju- they, they just should. look they just look dumb doing it mm-hmm. because they're not particularly good at it. <laughs> They'll yeah. take the high road, but they won't make it look appealing. So in the end, at the end of the day, the left will survive, and the Republicans won't, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what happened in November. Yeah, yeah but we're we're now getting into territory of. Like I was saying, you know, everybody was sold a bill of goods, but people are starting to see it. And, you know, the true dyed-in-the-wool Democrats who will never, ever admit they, they did something wrong, they'll, they'll defend to the death that Biden is not only the best president ever who won a completely legitimate election and is, you know, doing things to the benefit of the country, but also that, you know, anything that shows his popularity is dropping is fake news. You know, they'll say, no, it, it's just, you know, trolls trying to mess up the, the, the reporting to make him look bad. And, you know, every time Biden appears on a YouTube live video, they have to disable the like-dislike button because he gets ratioed to hell every single time. But he's so popular. Yeah, he's the most popular president in history, you guys. Like, you got to remember that. That's what they keep throwing out. He's yeah, the they, <laughs> single most popular president who has ever existed, won more votes than any... President than any president ever, and and but, in the history know. of the uh, of the internet, nobody has shut off comments mm-hmm. for overwhelmingly positive. Uh, yeah. You know what? <laughs> you they, know, they, were giving, they were giving my video too many thumbs up, and I it, it was it was just just getting out of hand, so I shut it down. No, yeah, <laughs> it's so petty because nobody at the end of the day is affected by those YouTube comments. It's mm-hmm. not like Biden is sitting there reading them all or his staff or anything. No, what, it, what it affects is the perception. Of, exactly. I turned on a video to see, like, Biden's address from wherever, and it had 3 million dislikes and 1,400 likes. And that very clearly shows this is not the most popular president in history. This is a shambling corpse of an old man who is being propped up and worked like a puppet from behind the scenes, and people are, you know, very intentionally making sure that doesn't get out. And really, there's only so long they can keep denying it before I think kind of everybody starts to have these red pill moments. Not where they're converted to the right, but where they're definitely waking up to seeing Biden is not doing well. And honestly, I think the only way for that to happen is to just let things ride. You know? (laughs) Well, all these things, if we're going to remove him from office, why? Well, Letting him stay in office is the single best way to expose everything that sucks about them. Because it will happen eventually. 
Yeah, it just sucks that it'll come at the cost of mm-hmm. America's safety, security, financial future, all that stuff. If we have a country left after that, right, it'll be pretty good, you know. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of our podcast because that was a great place to end it. If and we I, still have a country, if we still have a country. Done. Um, hopefully you liked what you heard. More importantly, hopefully you agreed with what you heard. If you did, please do all that stuff we asked you to do in the beginning and uh, become a member of Freedom Wire. Like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Help us fight the libtocracy and the... What did I call it before? What was the other thing I said? The Marks? Slow march of Marxism through through our nation. Anyways, help us fight leftism. The leftocracy. That's what I said. Leftocracy and... uh, Libtocracy. Let us fight them both. Um, we'll see you guys next time. You guys have anything you want to uh, close out with? Yeah, I'll, I'll throw in a reminder. Make sure to uh, check the links in the description below. We got articles about most of the stuff we talked about today, even some fun things we didn't get to, and you know, constant updates of all the quality conservative content you need. Also, we're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We are basically on every podcast platform. So go subscribe to us on any of those platforms at the Freedom Wire podcast. Take us with you on the go, audio-only versions that help us beat YouTube censorship. And also, our regards to Ryan, the missing member of Freedom Wire here today, our uh, you know, crazy-haired, dad-shoes-wearing economist who's on vacation. I come back, he disappears. It's almost like he can't stand to be in the same room with me, but we wish him the best, and he will be back soon. All right. Thank you guys for watching. Stay free, America. God bless you guys.